Welcome to Pickle Me This, the officially unofficial podcast for Rick and Morty on Cartoon Network's Adult Swim. I'm your host, Jim. And I'm Aaron. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today, we're covering Season 4, Episode 5, Rattlestar Rick Lactica. Here's Aaron with the recap. Happy holidays! Rick and Morty treats us to another Christmas episode. Morty is racked by guilt as he is responsible for the death of a snake world's first female astro snake. He tried to mend the wrong by replacing the snake with the terrestrial version, setting in motion a series of time-spanning snake versions of John Connors and the Terminators battling it out for serpentine supremacy. Rick's solution is to accelerate the time shenanigans to a breaking point, which runs the snake world afoul of the time police, thereby ending the crisis. Also... Jerry is the fucking worst. So, Jim, uh, the mid-season finale, the Christmas episode of Rick and Morty, Rattlestar Rick Lactica, Mm -hmm. what'd you think? Uh, I love this episode. I thought it was really funny, and like the the Jerry stuff is just stupid, as Jerry stuff always is, which Mm -hmm. I love. Um, And then all the stuff they do with the time travel, the the different versions of time travel that you've seen in cinema uh, over the years, like there's fucking there's stargate stuff in here which i know is not time travel but there's it kind of is okay yeah fair um there's terminator stuff there's bill and ted stuff like all of it kind of comes together into this melting pot of time travel that i thought was just great yeah like you wouldn't think that 23 minutes is enough to properly lampoon the the terminator series let alone like uh you know everything short of back to the future which, you know, Rick and Morty already is right. a loose This is the most of. Rick and Morty episode that ever existed, right? Yeah, and I love I love time travel shit. I love thinking about it, obsessing about it, thinking about paradoxes. It's a hell of a lot of fun, and, uh, you know, we've taken it very, very seriously on... There's, there's, there's a little bit, not to spoil it, a little bit of possible time travel implications on this season of The Watchmen. And Mr. Robot. And Mr. Robot. They're always threatening to do time travel on that show. Mm -hmm. And it's nice just to sit back and watch something ludicrous that knows it's ludicrous. Yeah. Like, when those snakes showed up and a a rapid-fire succession of trying to foil and succeed in the assassination of Adolf Snake (laughs) Hitler... And they're yeah. just appearing out of portals left and right, bursting out of the room because there's so many of them. And like Snake Hitler's just sitting there in the bath, like, what the fuck? It's yeah. and there's like a two minute silent film that's like 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 the introduction of Stargate, only in snake form. I, I love it. When they go to grab that teacher, it's like an Indiana Jones moment. Yes. It's like a Stargate moment. You got it's- the snake general to calling up the snake president, and there's no dialogue, it's just hissing. And the thing that this show can do that those other very serious time travel tales can't do right. is take it to its logical conclusions. Which is absurdity. Right. It always ends. Time travel always ends in absurdity. It has to. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, John Connors, there should have been 100,000 John Connors raining from the sky in Terminator. They all should have been going after Skynet. There should have been robots everywhere in our sure. modern day. Sure. And even in the past. Like, humanity's existence should have just been filled with robots trying to kill us. Sure. Yeah. But they don't do that in that movie because... They can't. It's mm-hmm. too stupid. Mm-hmm. This show can, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. Um, and then the way they intersect this and bring back old Rick and Morty stuff, like the Time Cops. Yeah, it's 
I, I, it didn't even cross my mind that the time cops would come and intervene here, and that but of could course be what Rick's should. up to. Yeah, but it makes perfect sense. As soon as he says you blow past the time cops and they cut to this dimension where the, the cats are floating around, I'm like, oh god, this is this is amazing. Yeah, and I just I love a good Christmas episode. Um, I thought the <laughs> the Anatomy Park was a decent one. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we just uh, uh, coincidentally over this weekend, one of our family's Christmas re- uh, routines is we watch a bunch of Christmas media, and one of them have in the last few years has been uh, season two and season three's Christmas episode from Community, hmm. which is uh, the whole cast is Claymation in one of them. The second, the third, the, the season three one involves a rap where a Troy uh, pretends to be an undercover Christmas celebrator because he's a Jehovah's Witness. He's Jehovah's most secret witness oh, and God. he's infiltrating Christmas from the inside. And it's, I fucking love it. And it's clear to me that Dan loves Christmas. And uh, this isn't the most Christmassy episode, but you got Jerry hanging up lights and making an ass of himself. And mm-hmm. and uh, the like the freeze frame as Rick's punching Morty at the end with the Merry Christmas. Like, yeah, it's it's great. We're getting geared up for the 6th Annual Summer Badass Fest. And while we're working on a slate of apex badass films to enjoy, we've got an early action-packed announcement to make. Just like last year, we're kicking off Badass Season with a live movie watch and podcast recording. We've rented out a theater for connoisseurs of action films and bald move fans that just want to have a great time. Unlike last year, this year's movie is top secret. Hush, hush. No hints. Except, it's incredibly badass. It stars an absolute icon of the genre. We're willing to bet most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be an incredible viewing experience with a packed house of bald movers. Those of you who came to last year's screening of Total Recall know what a party it was. And those of you who didn't, (laughs) now's your chance to experience it. Meet me and Jim, order some custom movie-themed drinks at the theater's full bar, then watch us record the full podcast for the movie. We reserved a venue over twice the size as last year, but seating is still limited. It's happening Friday, 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 June 21st at 7 p.m. in our hometown of Cincinnati. Get full details and buy tickets at baldmove.com slash live. Cincinnati's actually a pretty great city to visit, and we've got lots of details for side adventures on our event page as well. The Reds are playing the Boston Red Sox in their fantastic Riverside Stadium. The thrills of Kings Island just minutes away, and I'll be leading a kayak trip down the scenic Little Miami River on Saturday. Again, get full details and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest 6 page at baldmove.com slash live live. So before we go on to the episode, we have a little bit of um, bad news for Pickle Me This, um, or maybe it's maybe it's good news if if you hate the show. We, if you if you if you've been a long term fan of Bald Move, uh, and if not, this is an education. We don't typically do comedies because it's hard. It's hard to do comedies in in kind of a structured, long form, analytical way without just devolving into, hey, wasn't that moment funny? Um, but we have always liked Rick and Morty. We've talked about Rick and Morty a lot on our bold move television podcast. And when we were approached by 
uh, Starburns Audio to do um, a kind of official Rick and Morty podcast. We were excited to po- and we were rolled up our sle- sleeves, and obviously we did a lot of work. We did three and a half seasons of content so far, mm-hmm. uh, but unfortunately, a lot of plans we had, and as, as, as far as that uh, a collaboration that didn't fully materialize. You know, obviously, we had big plans for season four as far as guests and stuff that hasn't come together and some of the economic side of it hasn't come together so unfortunately we're going to mothball pickle me this um rick and morty are going into mid-season hiatus and when they come back we will not be here uh where we will be talking about rick and morty is on our bald move television podcast which you can find by searching for bald move television wherever you listen to podcasts and we uh, i won't promise like full episode recaps but we'll be talking about the season there like we have before and, and we already have an episode over there uh, where we talked again with Gus Cirola from Rooster Teeth. Yeah, about two two weeks ago. Yeah, and, and we, kind of the season up to up to uh, where we're at. Yeah, and we might be doing some more of that in the future. But again, like I said, it just didn't quite uh, uh, work out the way we wanted to. We appreciate everybody listening thus far. Uh, any people that have discovered us, uh, you know, organically rather than following us from the Bald Move Network. Um, you know, we do lots of television and movie coverage on baldmove.com. Uh, lots of different movies and television shows all the time uh, that I'm sure you'd be interested in. And we will still be talking about Rick and Morty over on Bald Move Television. So, again, thanks for so long and thanks for all the fish. Let's we'll just, just yeah. steal from uh, Douglas Adams on our way out. Uh, let's let's do uh, our, our traditional dive into the episode. Um <laughs> It's so funny because I've been, you know, it's Christmas time. I watched, uh, you know, Christmas story here recently uh, when Rick said, stay in the car. And he said, I've seen this episode. I thought they were going to refer to a Christmas story about like, you know, when kids come out to help with flat tires, tire but changing, he was yeah. going more and like, I think this literally happens in every space movie when more than two people go out the airlock, uh-huh. someone goes spinning off. It's, yeah. it's Tommy Lee Jones to brad pitt it's uh it's it's somebody's always spinning off and, which it's, it's and really lost. It's only, george clooney yeah it's it's the presence of the person who doesn't go spinning that causes the problem yes because if you're inside a ship and someone goes spinning off there's nothing you can do yeah and you can just say well there's nothing we can do that person is gone we can mourn them mm-hmm. when you're outside you can try and use your eva suit yeah your, your little uh thrusters yeah. you can try and get your ropes and your sure. shit and jump after them yeah and that just causes more problems. Yes, yeah. Now you got two astronauts spinning off right. of control. Yeah, uh, but and it, there's probably shrapnel involved. Uh-huh, and yeah, uh-huh. but I, I, just, something really tickled me about like Rick telling him not to go in there. The snake slithering up, and it's got a specially made spacesuit so it can bite. Uh-huh. It has like little fang airlocks <laughs> that it can bite him, and it does bite him. And like Morty's like, I didn't know snakes were in space. And Rick screams, literally everything is in space, which is true. It's totally true. Everything on Earth, don't want to blow in your space. mind, people. It's also in space. Yeah. I just love the concept of like, yes, you dumbass, literally everything is in space. Um, it's uh, and and there's also just so many silly things like the flat tire. He has a full. Like uh-huh. Morty po- points out, it's like why? Why does it feel like oh, I got a fully immersive flat tire experience? Or, or he could just do the Christopher Walken one, which pays off later when he's talking about like being at the recording. Like, how did he get Christopher Walken to personally record this not fully immersive Walken tire experience? Uh-huh. Uh, I-, I love when Morty's 
face gets sucked by the vacuum mm-hmm. uh, when Rick opens the door. Yeah, because he's got no airlock on that thing. <laughs> right, it's great. Yeah, it's like Dr. Manhattan forgetting to, to make an atmosphere on Mars for people to breathe. Like, yeah, just the animation there. Yeah, yeah, it's... it's um, Reminded me of like... Uh, like this was like really popular in the 70s and early 80s like these monsters that drove these like monster machines maybe they were called monster machines but they always had like you know like these these crazy distorted ape or you know uh bear type figures and their eyeballs were coming out because of the speed and oh, do you remember that stuff yeah yeah like yeah a, yeah like a hot rod thing but it's always monsters driving it okay yeah, vaguely like, I remember that. Yeah, I feel like there was a little bit of that uh, that influence there. Mm-hmm. But um, and then you know, like Morty <sighs> trying his best to because the, the thing is that Rick didn't say that this 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 snake civilization was going to die because of what Rick Morty did. Uh-huh. In fact, like I feel like Morty had to look pretty hard to find that in the moral. Like what Rick said about you know, I, I love the Jeff Foxworthy. It's like, if you, uh, bite your first contact on the ankle, you might be a type <laughs> civilization's zero neck. Uh-huh. Did you look into that? That there's like, no, is that yeah, a thing? Yeah. There's uh it's, it's called the Kardashev scale. And like type zero is essentially we're between type zero and type one. Type one is a civilization that's capable of harnessing and storing all energy produced or reflected on a planet. Hmm. Okay, so if we were able to use 100% of the solar energy we got and all of our fossil fuels and all of our nuclear fuels, we'd be a type one civilization. Don't type... you need like a Dyson sphere for that or something? Well, that's like that's a different type of skew, but like okay. a type two can use all of the uh, energy in a solar system, type three, a galaxy, type four, universal, type five is multiversal. Wow. Yeah. So Rick is a type five being. I think yeah, Rick yeah. Five, Rick, the, the 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 Rick's consortium is is a type five civilization apparently. Huh. Uh, but these snakes are just too too big of assholes, kind of like the wasp planet, I suppose. Well, I mean, I, the reason Rick doesn't want any of this to happen is not because you know it's going to end their civilization. It's because mm. he's going to fuck up his day. Right. <laughs> like that's the reason Rick always wants to stay out of these situations with Morty. Yeah. Yeah. Because he wants to do what he wants to do, and this is going to get in the way. Yeah. Um, I love the concept of snake jazz, <laughs> which is essentially what is that? Is that where you brush like a a symbol? Is that how you get that? Tss, oh yeah, the brushes. Yep. Yeah, so it's like I I love that. Uh, and, I, and Summer's loving it too. Yeah, I, <laughs> Summer I, and her friends. So that's funny because like the last time we saw Summer and this girl were in gay, were arch enemies because this girl had gotten bigger breasts than Summer and Ethan right. had broken up with her. I wonder what what happened to Ethan's Cronenberg ass. Huh? Because that was know. who that was dating. Like these, yeah. But uh, and also, he's she's roaming made... the, the Pacific Northwest as a yeti. <laughs> at this point, this is what this is what Bigfoot is. Yeah, a blob yeti. Yeah. Um, and also, like they've got Nancy, the the kind of nerdy one there. They're they've mm-hmm. they've they're, they're still including her in a friend group. Although, it seems like she's the the one down in the situation. I mean, she's the one who's who's got the right of it, though. Mm-hmm. Like, can you alter a species? Uh, evolutionary line without yeah. massive repercussions she's thinking bigger picture yeah. here and she's and absolutely just right snake jazz. she's absolutely right i bet nancy got bit and died in the resulting craziness probably um but the whole the whole sequence of the snake planet retrieving the space snake all the government goon snakes the obscure mm-hmm. scientist theory snake uh <laughs> they end up fucking i think they do which that's that's also kind of pure Stargate. Like, of course, Daniel goes to this world right. and falls in love with an ancient Egyptian slave girl, and 
you know, can can quickly can can go from not being able to speak each other's language to fucking in like mm-hmm. a day or two. I thought that at first I thought that I couldn't figure out what the gag was, whether the terrestrial snake was essentially like sub snake human to them and they couldn't mm-hmm. understand it um, or that the earth snake is just as intelligent. There was a communication problem because uh, when the snake started fucking, I thought like, is this like a snake going to eat this other snake? Like what, what's the deal? But I think they're fucking. Yeah, I think they're fucking. And also, I I guess I viewed them just as there was a communication barrier that but they were trying to There's overcome. a whole lot of other meta stuff going on. Like, uh, there is a snake coming to protect the half alien snake, half terrestrial snake's babies. There is a hybrid human snake that sent from the future protect Jerry. Like, I feel like what, like, Morty did, like, did a lot more fucking up with the timeline than, like, there's, like, now half human snakes, half terrestrial snake, half alien snakes. Oh, yeah. Like, what, what all kinds of shit is going on? And also, like, the snakes themselves, like, are, like, questioning the internal logic of their missions. Like, this uh, doesn't, I, I fuck, I think it's, 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 it's great. I feel like there are a lot of time travel movie references that I don't get that are packed in here, too. Um, I get the obvious ones, Terminator, the Bill and Ted, the stuff like that. When when Rick paused Beth, that's like that shitty uh, Adam Sand Sandler movie. Jeez, oh, click, click, I click, think. And, and Christopher Walken was the that. scientist that developed oh, the thing. Fuck. Yeah, and so it's like it all ties together. <laughs> um, I was just thinking, is Beth a robot? Is Beth a clone? Like, yeah. are we supposed to be thinking that? Probably not. Yeah, oh, it's just a device. Oh, yeah, I haven't even thought about. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, I don't know, yeah, I, yeah, we're five episodes in, and I don't know that I have any more clarity about whether Beth's a clone or not. I don't think so, and even if she is, I don't think this, or isn't, she, this doesn't shed any more light on it, because mm-hmm. this is like a function of a robot or a device that can control any human. Mm-hmm. Clone has nothing to do with being able to be paused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, not intrinsic. Even though like, he has made robot clones in the past, which got sure, me thinking, yeah. is this like a Morty Summer robot clone type of yeah. thing? Plus, with the, with the Adam Sandler movie, like that wasn't about robots or clones. It was just an intrinsic no. pausing technology. It was a magic thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also love the like Rick's got this... Uh, He's got these meat puppets that he can telekinetically control to emulate people's voices. He had like a pizza guy... For some for some reason, and then uh, he's got Jerry. Jerry's, oh, his head, just his head, and it's all like it, it's all annihilationed. Yeah, like it's half fungus and half Treat head. You. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucked up, man. Yeah, I and, loved it. And also, like, I'll eat your whole world. It's like Jerry, <laughs> Dad, my dad can hear you. She thought that was sexy in that voice. Well, I have to imagine maybe this is what brings her place. back. Like. Jerry's head game is on point. There you go. Like we, it's we he, it. he put all of his stats in 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 oral sex uh-huh. and everything. His charisma, intellect, everything else is just a dump stat <laughs> for maximizing his his skill at that one area. I mean, it almost yeah. makes sense. What what gear do you have that upsets that? <laughs> I don't know. Have we seen the man's tongue? We have not. Uh, the the Jerry's misadventures like this is a theme with him. The second he gets a little bit of something, yeah, he's got to go show it off. Like mm-hmm. his idea of what you can do with neutrally buoyant powers is to go and beat y- 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 urban youth in a game of street basketball, <laughs> right? 
And plus, it's so funny. Like you think about white man can't jump, and mm-hmm. how like oh, it's it's all this racial back and forth. It's like I thought this was part of street ball. I guess because yeah, well now it's part of everything. So fucking cool it. Yeah, it's so great. We're playing street ball to escape that shit, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and 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 Jerry's like, I just have this special power that I want to celebrate before it goes away. It's like we got a Nazi here. <laughs> I just think that's. Yeah, and, and and Rick, like, joking about, there's no way Jerry can kill himself unless he just can fuck up wearing shoes. Uh-huh. And then instantly, like, oh, my God, Jerry's going to die. Um, and, and, and putting up Christmas lights is such a perfect, uh, I guess, metaphor for this neurosis that Jerry has, right? Where, you, like you said, he takes everything and he wants to show it off. Yeah. Like, because, you know, what is Christmas lights other than trying to impress your neighbors? It's true. To, to a point. I mean... Yeah. For so solidarity a little at bit. least, but yeah, then you get yeah. the com- the competitive aspect. And a little or... bit for yourself, but I think, yeah, you can get into competition there. Yeah. And that is Jerry in this episode. Jerry does not want Rick's help. Jerry is going to make his own way here. On the other hand, I was somewhat impressed by Jerry, like, f- making a catch basin out of his pants to weigh it down with rain to get Pretty to smart. the ground. Like, he, he almost made it. Mm-hmm. Then he like gets his ass kicked by a series of ceiling fans in a bar. Like hilarious. Why can't he just walk? Why can't he just leave the bar? Why does he have to like argue about having the rock? He's I don't know. And then like the, the plane gamut was pretty cool. Um, uh-huh. That's pretty like the, the, I don't know if I needed them illustrating his fingernails being ripped off trying to hold on to this plane. <laughs> so I think they fucked this up. Okay. Okay. L- let me let me create the timeline here for you Mm -hmm. jerry at the beginning of the episode um when rick makes him floaty and his shoes very heavy uh he sets a timer okay kind of a a spite timer right like it's like oh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spend the next 10 hours doing this and so he's gonna spend the next nine hours and 50 minutes doing it right and he sets he tries to set his timer Mm -hmm. siri tries to order him some fucking whatever because that's (laughs) that was so good Yeah, yeah 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 that's what he does but then he clearly set a timer at some point. But it seems that he set it for the full 10 hours. That he second timer that he was, set. Was right on the money to the second. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. in my mind, he must have changed his mind at some point and said, well, I'm going to just. But wouldn't you want a fucking warning? If you're up in, you're up mm-hmm. in the air. Yeah, no. I floating around. You need at least 10 minutes to get down. Yeah. Before yeah. your power just switches off. Thank God that uh, you know the plane went by when it did, when it did, and he's able to hitch a ride on it. But also, I like the idea that he probably killed hundreds of people in yes. his quest to prove that he is worthy of Beth's love and admiration. Yeah, I mean, like I this love how the show as... itself is in on the joke now. Like when Rick and and Morty slam the door on, like you know, after Jerry. He miraculously survives, gets back. He's already got a pat excuse about why he couldn't help out because he can't hear Beth over his own screaming. They talked uh, about this. Uh, and then as he's bragging to Rick about how he did it all of himself, he falls off the fucking roof and breaks his leg. Uh, and then <laughs> Rick heals at 50%. But, but as they're cut, shutting the door on him, they're like, Jesus Christ, your dad's the fucking worst. Like, mm-hmm. he just... I. I wonder if the, he's the because like I've seen glimmers of hope that like Rick is learning some lessons like Morty's learning some lessons so, like yeah. ever but like Jerry just keeps spiraling deeper and deeper into his bullshit. Yeah, and he's heading more toward I don't know the the I don't even know what to call it. But you look at his actions and the ramifications they're they're having 
and I see them as almost approaching Rick levels. Like, okay, Rick's got a battery mm-hmm. that has an entire civilization enslaved to producing the power for his car. Sure. Well, Jerry's dooming, murdering people to prove that he doesn't need Rick's help. Like, right. these are two very arrogant is it right to say that yeah Jerry's, jerry is arrogant at Jerry's, this point it's it, it's anger or it's arrogance and entitlement it's just yeah. that rick has kind of like he said like i you know uh like he was talking about neutrally buoyant atmosphere is conceptually better than walking on water but what do i know i wasn't born into the god business i earned it right like you can say a bunch of That's shit serious. about Rick, and certainly I don't think he's a happy or like tr- like what you'd call a traditionally successful uh, human being, but the competence he shows is undeniable. Yeah. When he's not like, you know, when he's taking shit seriously and not getting day drunk and fucking up entire civilizations, that is, mm-hmm. and forgetting, you know, colloquialisms like taking for granted. Uh, he's pretty, but, but Jerry's just fucking a goddamn mess all the time. He is. And Rick is, don't get me wrong, orders of magnitude worse as far as the atrocities he's committed and, and right. without shedding a single tear. Right. But right. Jerry's, Jerry's starting to get worse and worse in that regard. Yeah. Um, I also really love the fact that like Rick tore up, uh, Morty's card because this counts uh, as your adventure because you should have stayed well, in the fucking car. And, uh, there's something kind of interesting about parenting because this has happened to me where like mm. I'm bummed that the punishment I have to give my son because I was really looking forward to doing the thing. Yeah. We can't go to King's Island. Yeah, because you fucking, you know, you did say. Uh, stayed I told, up too late. Yeah, you fuck, you got a D on your math test and yeah. now you can't do the thing. But God damn it, this weekend I was looking forward <laughs> to doing the thing. But yeah. you got so you can't go to Boob World, can't and Boob Rick's World. like this sucks. And Summer doesn't want to go this week. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> um also, so the one thing I didn't quite get is when Rick and Morty from the past or future came to give them their chores, like you know, and they were being dicks about it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, well the guys before us were dicks," and then they're like, "What was that all about?" Because like, why so does it seems Rick like ever... a weird chain of events here, like? So didn't so I thought he was reminding himself. I thought he was having the Bill and yes. Ted moment from the jail where they're getting Absolutely. the keys from themselves in yep. the, in the past. So now in st- but but it's a third party that comes to them, right? It's it's not themselves having this idea. It has to be though because then as they enjoy their eggnog, then they remember that they have oh right, we got to do this or it won't get done. That's what I'm saying. So, I put so is past it them slash from another time traveling to this moment to tell them, hey, you need to get this done because this is the moment when it needs to be done? I th- think so. Okay, so this, this is their future selves coming back in time to tell them they've got to do this. Yeah. But but they but they didn't know that going in. They didn't they weren't presented with snake suits and all this shit. Yeah, because the, the way the Bill and, the way off, the Bill and Ted thing works is like Bill or Ted will put their hands like, oh I gotta think that we gotta do that. And then they reach down into a bush and the right. thing that they need is in the bush because they remembered in the future to go put it there. And then when they're in the past see I, I don't know. I don't know. That I, I in my notes I wrote Rick and Morty from the past slash future question mark because i really don't know i don't know how that works but but the the thing that so so that's a other fascinating thing i didn't didn't wasn't intending to bring up but the, the what i wanted to bring up was why is rick and morty ever shocked or annoyed that other rick and mortys are complete dicks to them oh yeah 
because they're dicks to their other Rick and Mortys too. Yeah, and like a lot of times, like that, that were oh, it's because the joke is it the joke because we saw these Rick and Mortys from the future bringing the stuff to them, and they were all assholes about it. So that, but I, the, the the joke doesn't work because every Rick interaction between a Rick and a Morty has always been like at best abrupt. I mean, the only time I've, it's been cordial is like on the wasp planet. Yeah. And they explain that because like, yeah. you know, asshole wasp Rick is such an asshole in his existence. They tries to be a kind, empathetic person to balance it out. Like I, that's uh, that, I think there's a really funny joke there. I just, I didn't get it. Yeah. I feel like this whole thing is Rick trying to, not re-Cronenberg this particular dimension yeah. with these snakes. Yeah. Because, like, if you look at the Bill and Ted situation uh-huh. or, or uh, Arrival, right, where yeah. th- there's information passed from, from the future to the past, mm-hmm. that necessarily implies that you survive the current situation you're in. So it's not like Rick and Morty were going to die because of this snake apocalypse, right? Because they live on to then come back to the past and deliver these snake suits mm-hmm. to themselves. Um, it, it just means that shit was going to be inconvenient for Rick. Mm-hmm. The, this whole snake thing was just going to mess up his day and he needed to create time travel on the snake planet in order to fix that. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because it's already fucked up his whole day. It's just a different day, right? Yeah, because he's 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 it's fucked up his future day. Yeah. Because he has to borrow from the future to do... Uh-huh. Yeah, and I... I see why now Rick and Morty avoid the time travel stuff because it's hard to do it right. And now that huh. they've done it wrong, like why would they ever go back and do a time? Like they, it, it, unless they have like the silver Wait, bullet. Wh- what do you mean they've done it wrong? Well, I mean this 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 episode is how is essentially a, none of this holds up. All these paradoxes are ridiculous. Okay, if, uh, if you analyze any one of them, they probably fall apart. So it's like sure, but I think they did it very right. No, you, the, the, making the joke about how the the yeah. difficult how ridiculous time travel would get if you dip your toe in it. Like you can make that joke once. The next time they do okay. it, it's not going to be funny. So like right. the next right. time they do time travel, they either have to do it straight up which means they're vulnerable to all the nitpicking that goes in or they just don't ever fucking do it. Like I, this might be the time travel story we get. I, I was going to say, cause they talked a long time about not doing time travel and how they had never done time travel. Yeah. They're not going to do time travel. Uh-huh. Like that episode where they, they talked about uh, Rick being gone for 50 years or whatever and right. fucking everything on a planet and coming right. back and then healing Morty's leg, which I think is the first episode Yeah, is not time travel. It's right. time dilation or right, something right, like right, that. Right. Or, yeah. or just, mm-hmm something else but then here they come and do an explicit time travel episode but it's to show how ridiculous it is yes so it's like the next time if they i think do i'm with it, you it, the next time they do one it has to be an actually good premise which is so very that, hard to that do. i would welcome i would love to see oh yeah dan and justin take on an actual time travel story that hangs together like yeah. like something like primer yeah or, it's tight yeah or, right that that they take seriously as as Rick and Morty ever takes anything seriously, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would like to see that one more time travel episode, and then I think you're right; they should be done. But I also think it, it perfectly explains why Rick doesn't travel in time because it's just more trouble than it's worth. Yeah, like you can't, you know, like you you, you can't fix anything. You go back to try to, uh, you know, prevent the assassination of Abraham Snake Lincoln, and uh-huh. you hasten the rise <laughs> of Adolf Snake Hitler, and the try it's then you know Adolf Hitler. Hitler, there Adolf you go. Adolf Hitler, that's Fuck that's yeah. the one for sure. Oh God, the 
uh, Rick granting Snake uh, legs and threatening him with like, <laughs> okay, who else wants legs? Yeah, <laughs> like he's these giant things you don't know how to use, and <laughs> right. now you can't move. All right, who else wants legs, huh? Yeah, but but the way that they blend, they so Rick outsmarts the universe here, right? Like he he's able to call upon the time cops to fix his day. Right. Yeah. 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 And I fucking loved how they tied that back in. I was not expecting it. It came out of nowhere for me, but in in retrospect, it makes perfect sense. And Rick looks like the smartest guy in the room again. Yeah, yeah. I now I know of this bot because did he even know about the time cops before uh, the events of uh, the second season question. premiere? I don't remember all the nuances of of that first appearance. Cause so I couldn't I, say. I felt like that that was kind of new information to him. Yeah, and it's kind of cool to he's able to 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 use that against them like two two seasons later. Yeah, that's why I think I'm I'm feeling stronger than ever that if we're not going to find out about the the Beth, we're not, we're not going to get an answer to Beth until we've almost forgotten about it. Sure. Like like middle middle of season six or climax of season six, you're going to get a resolve to to the Beth as an android or clone. Well, then you can't keep pausing her and reminding me about it. <laughs> you can't you can't keep reminding me and then wait until I forget. To well, it's funny because until you said that, I completely forgot that that couldn't like unless okay. you knew the Adam Sandler reference. That is kind of like hard evidence that she's not human. Because how the fuck can you pause a, a? I mean, Rick could probably do it, but yeah, I just think any device Rick pulls out does what it needs to do. Yeah. Yeah, and I have no problem believing that. Mm -hmm. And uh, anything else we want to? Uh, there, then there's the tag uh, at the end where Rick and Morty create these snakes costumes, which we kind of talked about. Mm -hmm. uh, but I always want to mention, hey, there's a tag at the end. Yep. Um, and Rick punches Morty, giving him this black eye that Morty had questioned, like, why does my character yeah, have a black he... eye? Uh -huh, uh -huh. And I don't even think at that point Rick would know. It's just like a thing that yeah. you know he wouldn't have that information yeah it's a wonder if like the seeing rick uh, morty at the black eyes like reminded you know it was the, it was the cause of it it's like yeah, I yeah. Just, this fucker really does like he should stay in the car <laughs> next time i want to see like it's also hilarious because canonically this is a grandpa just punching the fuck out yeah. of his 14 year old kid Which but on the other hilarious. hand when you look at the scope of what fucking morty's done by not staying in the car it's right like, right the black eyes a pretty yeah. quaint punishment like, here. Like, yeah, like like corporal punishment if you almost end civilization by snake apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying Morty deserves it, but he's a cartoon character and it's he kind of deserved it. So on that positive uplifting note, we are are, are leaving uh pickle me pickle me this mm -hmm. in the pickle jar. Maybe maybe mm, we'll open it up in the sweet future. Brine. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to turn myself into a pickle, use my brine to track the rats. Yep, and I'm gonna, going to try to get flushed through the sewers and wind up back up on Bald Move Television. That's yeah. where we'll be discussing Rick and Morty in the future if you'd like to get more of that. Uh, again, thanks for everybody for listening. It's been a sh uh, short but brief career as a Rick and Morty podcaster. Mm -hmm. uh, thanks for everybody. Give us a listen all the rates and reviews on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Uh, wish it had worked, and but it didn't, so... Just like I wish uh, time travel were real, but it's not. So we will see you on Bald Move TV. And until then, I'm Aaron. And I'm Jim. Pickle Me This is distributed by Bald Move in association with Starburns Audio. It's produced by Jason Smith and Scott Porch from Starburns and myself, Aaron from Bald Move. All music featured on this podcast is from the Rick and Morty soundtrack, available from Sub Pop Records. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
To discover the many other great shows we do, please check out baldmove.com and starburns.audio. If you appreciate what we do and want to directly support us, consider joining our club at club.baldmove.com to get access to exclusive bonus audio and video features. Finally, you can follow us on your favorite social media at Bald Move. See you next time.